You're listening to the podcast, Overexposed. I'm your host, Lady Sejo. Story time. So this part of the podcast is where I get to, surprise, tell you a story. This is probably the most cringeworthy thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, This is the story of how I completely bombed my first and probably only ever meeting with John Christ. Now, if you're not familiar with who John Christ is, he is an American comedian. Um, I think he's been, had quite a lengthy career so far in comedy. If I was going to describe his comedy, it would probably be, you know, just very sarcastic and a parody, um, kind of poking fun, a lot of, uh, of like Christian culture. Um, but he also does, uh, comedy that's, that's completely unaffiliated, um, with anything Christian as well. Um, it, very funny, very hilarious, super funny. If you have any idea of like the inner workings of Christian, uh, culture. Um, anyway, so he, uh, he was great. He, he was up and coming, uh, I think, back in 2018, which is when our story takes place. And at the time, I was going through a really, really difficult divorce. Um, very, very messy, very nasty. And I just needed to laugh. Like, I needed I needed something bright because life was just not funny at all. <laughs> and so uh, at the time, uh, she was my roommate. She was also my friend. Um, we were going to see John Chris. She was like in love with him. And he was something kind of new to me because I kind of jump on things late because that's how I am, I guess. Um, and uh, so I bought these tickets. Uh, it was supposed to be kind of like a like a friendly, fun date. Um uh, you know, whatever we were best friends. So, uh, we, and actually the venue was going to be at the church that my friend worked at. So it was kind of like an extra added cool thing. So I bought these tickets and the tickets were cheap enough for me to, to buy the VIP package. which I was like, wow, I've never been the VIP for anything before. So this is exciting. So I bought this VIP package. I wasn't actually really sure what that entailed other than I saw that there was going to be some kind of Q&A. I was like, oh, cool. All right. Sounds good. So um, on the day of the show, we showed up at this church in Wisconsin and because uh, that's where I was living at the time. And because I was such a hot mess. <laughs> I had like, you know, I had anticipated we were probably going to be in this giant gymnasium or, you know, stadium type seating. I was probably going to be in a back row. It was going to be super dark. He was going to be in a spotlight on the stage. And it was probably going to be this generic Q&A where they've already written out the questions. And he's just answering them from the stage and boom, ah, woohoo, that was fun. And then we're done. Um, No. No, it was nothing like that. That was not what happened at all. And actually what ended up happening was he ended up taking 
uh, questions from those of us in the audience. I thought I would be, you know, one in a, a hundred faces. No, I was literally one of maybe 20 people that were in this large room uh, with kind of like a makeshift stage that was like open stage, but it was a very well lit room. So my greasy, messy bun with no makeup, my breakout skin, my giant granny glasses, and my puke green t-shirt and baggy jeans. I literally look like a homeless person. That was on full display. (laughs) And just like, just so it's out there, I'm not like a starstruck kind of person. That's not really how I get. I get like super excited. You know, if I were to meet somebody, like I was really oh, gee, like, I don't even know how to explain that. Someone I was really, and I don't want to say, like, passionate about, but, you know, someone I really admired, you know, maybe if I were to see another actor that I, you know, really, really admired their work or something like that, you know, maybe I would get kind of excited. But I'm not, like, a really starstruck kind of person where I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so-and-so. So that's definitely not the vibe that I was, like, giving from this, but... I still don't want to show up looking like a wreck to stuff (laughs) where I got to like be seen by people. And so like, that's exactly what happened. So there was already like a little bit of stress from that. And there was some stress from, you know, everything that I was dealing with at home, kind of going into this. And now we're having this Q&A. And this Q&A isn't you know, the pre-scripted one that I thought it was going to be, this Q&A ends up being like a very personal thing. And it's not like anyone was asking like overtly personal questions. I mean, other than like, what's your favorite Bible verse? You know, like, or something like (laughs) that. But it was just like, it was super intimate because there was so few people and it was well lit and we were like really close up to the stage. And it was just, it was more than I thought I had signed up for. And I was just not prepared for that level of intimacy at that point. <laughs> so I was, I felt super awkward. And I was just kind of like hiding out in the back with my friend. And so there was kind of like the stress from that. And then there was this like super interaction. I won't go into it in full detail, but Basically, to sum it up, there was a 500-pound Karen in the front row who just was lovingly and longingly staring up at John Christ the entire Q&A. And I probably actually watched her more than I watched John Chris during this, this entire Q, Q&A session. Um, but she was, like, super awkward. And, like, there was a point where she just was, like, calling out at John Chris about something like about someone else about how they're not really a Christian or something like it was just it was a really awkward situation and I could tell John Chris had no idea what to say to that and everyone else in the room was just silent because we were all like what is wrong with Karen like (laughs) it was awkward so anyway so there was like the stress from that interaction and then like on top of it, at this point, my relationship, my my friendship with uh, 
my friend, uh, I'll call her my Judas friend because she later, later on, months later, she would go on to betray me uh, viciously. Um, anyway, uh, my, my Judas friend who was attending with me, um, this was kind of where I really started to feel our relationship starting to ravel uh, or unravel rather. And so she just was being like kind of snippy with me and just kind of really cold and rude, um, passive aggressive. And I'm just one of those people that's just like, what? Like, I don't really understand passive aggressive people. Um, so I just didn't really understand. Like, I thought maybe she just was crabby. I didn't realize that there was more going on there. (laughs) Anyway, so there was like the stress from that situation. So this is just all out becoming like an incredibly stressful experience and this is supposed to be like a night of fun like I was supposed to be laughing and having fun but of course we were just the Q&A so we didn't get to the laughing part yet anyway I'm ready for this thing to be over I'm ready to go see the show because we did the Q&A before the show and then he announces we're gonna start pictures over here and I was just like wait Wait, wait, what? Did he just say the P word? Pick what? We're taking pictures because apparently the VIP package also includes having your picture taken with John Christ. Are you kidding me? I had no idea. I look like a garbage can. Like, I could not. <laughs> I could not. I was I was mortified, but I was like, you know what? Accept it and rock it. You can do this. So we're waiting in line, and it finally becomes our turn. And when I say finally, we didn't actually have to wait that long. Um, so we're standing in line. It's our turn, and the guy who's taking his pictures is actually the guy who stars in a lot of his, you know, online videos. John Chris's online videos. I forget what his name is, but he's I recognized his face from the videos and so he's the one taking the pictures um and he's using you know everybody's cell phones to you know take these pictures so I don't know there must have been something wrong or maybe he was taking pictures with them too because like he got recognized I don't remember what the situation was but for whatever reason he stopped taking pictures right when it was our turn and he was just like gone for like a couple minutes so, like, we went from this, like, really intimate Q&A session with all this other garbage, that stress garbage that was, like, coming into this with me to now I'm standing in front of John Christ and I have to schmooze the guy. So, I'm just like, I'm not ready for this. Um, <laughs> and luckily, you know, he's John Christ. So, obviously, you know, he can... He can pretty much talk to anybody. And it wasn't like he was actually like, you know, coming up and like really starting conversation with it. I mean, he was, but it wasn't like he was being like overt, like overtly aggressive about trying to start this conversation. He was just like, yeah, you know, hey, how you doing? Yeah, we're good. All right. You know, just kind of eh. any points. He kind of like gestures in my direction and he goes is that yours 
on your keychain. And I was just like, what? And I, you know, we're all wearing these lanyards that have like VIP, um, you know, John Chris, whatever things. And I just kind of, you know, I take it and I'm like, nah? oh, you mean this? Like, me? Yes, of course, this lanyard is mine. I just don't happen to be wearing it. Like, oh my gosh. And he's like, no, on your keychain. And he points to my clutch purse that I'm holding. And on my clutch purse, obviously, I've got my keys attached. And I stupidly, like I literally, my brain, I just did not have one at this point. I was so stressed. I was so on overload. I just could not anymore. And so I'm like flipping through key by key on my keychain. Just, me, you mean this one? This one? How about this one? Like, just me, you know, in silence, just flipping through. And he goes, that, the sobriety coin. And my brain, literally, that was the moment. I could literally feel it exploding in my skull. Because I was just like, the, I'm sorry, what? The what? (laughs) Did you just say sobriety coin? (laughs) This thing? (laughs) And I'm holding this circular bronze colored metal medallion looking thing that says Rosecrans on it, which is a, an alcohol and drug abuse rehab center. Uh, I can explain. <laughs> and on the flip side of it is, is the serenity prayer, which I like the serenity prayer, which is exactly why it was on my keychain. Um, my ex-husband was an alcohol and drug abuse counselor and also an addict himself. And he had worked for Rosecrans at the time. And so I, he, he had come home one day several years before that and was like, here, you know, do you want one of these? They were giving them out at work. And I was like, oh, shit, I love, you know, the, the serenity prayer. That's so cool. I'll put it on my keychain. So I put it on my keychain. And, you know, for five years I was just advertising, you know, to everybody that I'm an addict even though I'm not. So I just, my brain exploded. And so here I am standing in front of John Chris, someone that I, you know, have some mild respect for his work for. And now he's asking me about this sobriety coin that had no idea was a sobriety coin. Yeah. And so my brain is like, I can't English. And so I'm literally probably look like I'm having a seizure and I'm like, and the only thing I could muster was I don't do drugs. (laughs) That's literally like, I don't do drugs. Like I kind of like half screamed it out. I don't do drugs. (laughs) Oh my God. And he just, his response was the most mortifying response I could have ever gotten 
to I don't do drugs. Because he asks, is this mine? And I'm, <laughs> nah, I don't do drugs. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes, it, it's, it's cool. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, I get you. I get you. And I was just like, no, 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 don't save it, don't save it, don't save it. Because he was literally like, not poo-pooing me, but like, you know, kind of like trying to like comfort me and like, no, no, it's okay, you don't have to explain yourself. I understand. You're an addict. You don't have to be ashamed. And I was just like, no, I'm not an addict. I'm just stupid and naive and had no idea this was a sobriety coin. <laughs> so I wanted to explain, but luckily the other guy's coming back to come take our picture. And so I didn't get a chance to explain. But literally my brain was like still stuck at that point on what was worse having John Chris believe that I was not only an addict, but I was willing to lie about the fact that I was an addict. Or if it was better for him to have explained to him that I'm going through a really nasty divorce and it's so bad that I literally have an item that I use every single day, my keychain, um, that I just didn't realize that this medallion from my ex-husband is still on there and this medallion is not a medallion it's actually a sobriety coin i'm just that stupid and naive and sheltered yeah so <laughs> anyway table that because we gotta go have our our picture taken oh again these are being taken on our cell phones so i whip out my cell phone out of my pocket. But I'm like, I cannot handle life at this point, And I cannot dig a hole deep enough to just go crawling and die. So I'm aggressively whipping out my phone to to give to this guy. And in doing so, I accidentally, purposely, kind of maybe, um, whip my <laughs> I whip my my clutch purse with the keys attached um and I don't like like accidentally you know just kind of clumsily drop it to the floor by my feet I literally whip this thing like at least two feet from my purse <laughs> and my thought process is because as this is happening like we're walking towards where we're supposed to take these pictures because they've got like a backdrop and everything whatever um my thought process at the time was i'm just because people are waiting because there's literally people behind us you know watching this entire debacle um because there's people waiting i'll just quickly run take the picture and then grab my 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 junk and and leave you know so that's like okay just quick quick take the picture so they can start doing whatever they need to do instead of having to wait for me to get my stuff together um <laughs> and so I, I like start walking away and but i think like subconsciously i just wanted to get as far away from the stupid pair of keys that i possibly could 
hence the whipping it from my body and being willing to not walk four feet from it, but walk at least 15 to maybe 20 feet away from my purse and my keys because I just wanted to put as much distance as possible between this false identity that has now been born into this world. So uh, as I'm walking away from it, John Chris literally does like a dead stop and is just looking at me and he's like, you can get your keys. Like, not like in a, like, not in like a crappy way, but just kind of like, hey, you know, it's okay. You can get them. And, but this other dude, it was funny. Like this other dude that's taking the pictures, he was just kind of like, what's wrong with this chick? (laughs) And he was just like, are you going to get those? Because like, there was like, at least a good five second, like just silence, quiet. I didn't move because I was still just processing John Chris telling me, you can get your your keys. And the dude's like, are you going to get your wallet or like, are you going to get your keys or whatever he said? And my Judas friend is like, pick up your keys. Like she doesn't even say it in a nice way. Like, and it, she kind of like yells it a little bit. She's like, pick up your keys. <laughs> so I just, you know, like huffily go and like, you know, pick up these stupid keys. <laughs> and I like run to go take this picture and I have to find some way to upload this picture onto the podcast website because it is literally the embodiment of cringeworthy because you can just see how much cringy pain and agony I am in. It's not even like a real smile that's happening on my face. It's like a, like my teeth are clenched and my eyes are just like, dear God, help me. And I'm just like, take the picture. (laughs) So they take the picture and I said thank you. I don't even think we like shook. Maybe we shook hands. I don't remember at that point. Like I have no memory. I just remember wanting to get out of there. And I just bolted. And we we went and we watched the show. It was a great show. Um, John Chris is obviously hilarious. And everyone he was doing it with was really good too. And so it, it ended up, you know, I ended up laughing and, and whatever. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, it was a it was a rough night. That was a <laughs> that was pretty rough. So um, yeah, that was the story of how I bombed my first and last meeting with John Christ. Um, I would love to know if there's any listeners out there who have had similar experiences uh, with meeting celebrities or mildly famous people. Um. And, uh, yeah, I would just actually generally love to hear what you thought of my first episode and what you think of the show. So thank you so much for um, listening to Storytime. Thank you so much for listening to Overexposed. I'm your host, Lady Sejo. Please tune in next week for another fun and hopefully enjoyable podcast episode. Take care, everybody.